The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Happy Wednesday and a good morning to you. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, September 13th, 2023, Wednesday of the 23rd week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of St. John Chrysostom. He was called Chrysostom, or Golden Mouth, on account of his eloquence. He came into the world of Christian parents about the year 344 in the city of Antioch. In 374, he began to lead the life of an anchorite in the mountains near Antioch. But in 386, his poor health forced him to return to Antioch, where he was ordained a priest. In 398, he was elevated to the See of Constantinople. They became one of the great lights of the church. But he had enemies in high places. Some were ecclesiastics, not the least being Theophilus, patriarch of Alexandria, who did repent of this before he died. His most powerful enemy, though, was the Empress Eudoxia. He went into exile. In the midst of his sufferings, he found the greatest peace and happiness. He had the consolation of knowing that the Pope remained his friend and did for him what lay in his power. His enemies were not satisfied with the sufferings he had already endured. They banished him further to Pythias. He died on his way there September 14, 407. St. John Chrysostom, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Most holy and adorable Trinity, one God in three persons, I firmly believe that you are here present. I adore you with the most profound humility. I praise you and give you thanks with all my heart for the favors you have bestowed on me. Your goodness has brought me safely to the beginning of this day. Behold, O Lord, I offer you my whole being and in particular all my thoughts, words, and actions, together with such crosses and contradictions as I may meet with in the course of this day. Give them, O Lord, your blessing. May your divine love animate them, and may they tend to the greater honor and glory of your sovereign majesty. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for those persons living on the margins of society, in inhumane life conditions, May they not be overlooked by institutions and never considered of lesser importance. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, thank you for another opportunity to pray today. Thank you for giving us the grace to respond to your call. We remember the Church's teaching on grace, the Church's understanding of how God's grace works, is that it's always, Jesus, your move first. You always go first. Your grace moves me. You call to me. You move our hearts to pray. 
and we respond. Even though we press play today, we press play on this meditation, even though that was the bit we did, it's because you called us to this moment. So in many ways, St. Josemaria liked to say, you have waited 2,000 years, Jesus, for this very moment of prayer. So thank you. Thank you for just wanting to spend time with us. We want to spend time with you, of course we do. But you loved us first. You love this time that you have with us. Thank you for that. It echoes something in today's Gospel. St. Luke's uh, account of the Beatitudes that we hear in the Gospel today, slightly different to St. Matthew's account. I just want to focus on the first words of the Gospel. St. Luke says, Fixing his eyes on the disciples, Jesus said, and then we hear the Beatitudes that you give us, Lord. It's that phrase, fixing your eyes on us. Another translation says, lifting up your eyes upon them. So I'm so moved, Jesus, as I pray, just to recognize that you fix your eyes on me. I wonder how that makes me feel. Brother, sister, as you pray with me today, I wonder how that makes you feel. To let Jesus fix his eyes on your life. I guess there can be an element in which I'd rather you didn't, Jesus. I'd rather you didn't fix your eyes. I'd rather you look somewhere else. Maybe there's something I sense isn't, isn't right. There's something I need to put right. Maybe there's something I need to confess. But you're fixing your eyes upon me, Jesus, is so medicinal. You know, many people, when they fix their eyes on us, maybe it's a, a teacher in the school or someone at work or someone I'm in trouble with, they fix their eyes on me and I know I'm in trouble in that moment. Or someone else could fix their eyes on me in a kind of judgmental way and I feel like I kind of want to squirm away. When you fix your eyes on me, Lord, it's so gentle, so gentle. You lift your eyes up upon me. I'm struck whenever I celebrate the Mass and pray the first Eucharistic prayer. There are four Eucharistic prayers. In the first one, in the words of consecration, the priest mm, is directed to say by the Missal, um, on the night he was betrayed, Jesus raised his eyes to heaven, looking up to heaven to his Father. And then the words of consecration, take this, all of you, and eat of it. And it's only, we only get that, that directive in the first Eucharistic prayer. He raised his eyes to heaven, and there's little red letters next to it for the priest to read, and it says, the priest raises his eyes upwards. And so the priest is directed to, as Jesus did, raise his eyes upwards. Not because God is somewhere above me, physically above me, but because when we think of the things of God, we naturally are raised upwards. When we come into contact with God's love for me, what God thinks of me, God's plan for my life, by necessity, that's something that will raise me up, that will encourage, that will console, that will comfort. You know, we can hear many voices during the day going around our head, and we can tell quite quickly which are the voice of the Lord and which aren't. Some words, they're so nasty. We can be so nasty to ourselves, the things we think, or so discouraging, or, you know, we kind of think, well, you know, of course you were going to fail at that. 
You know, you're useless. We can say that to ourselves. We can be so harsh. We know that's not the voice of Jesus. Jesus, when you speak to our heart, it raises us upwards. Just like in the gospel today, fixing his eyes, lifting up his eyes upon them. So when you lift up your eyes upon me, you lift me up with you, Lord. You lift me up. What is it that I'm going through right now as I pray? That feels like treacle, feels like mud, feels so like I'll never get out of this rut. Not true. Jesus, when I let you gaze upon my life, when I let you lift your eyes up upon me in my prayer, I sense myself being lifted, being raised. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much. Pope Benedict, in 2012, spoke about a prayer we have in the Mass that speaks into this. When the priest says, the Lord be with you and with your spirit, lift up your hearts. We say we lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. And Pope Benedict said that line, to lift your hearts up to the Lord, and we say we lift them up, is a really important moment in the liturgy. And it describes what the liturgy is trying to do. The liturgy itself is God's action to raise me upward. And so when I say those words in the Mass, I don't want to say them kind of unconsciously. You know, I'm not really, you know, I know the words, I know the dialogue, I know what, I know what I meant to say because the priest said that bit, so I say this, but <laughs> it can become that, can't it? It's very, you know, we're very familiar with the Mass. And thanks be to God for that, but it's worth sometimes tuning into what words am I actually saying? What am I actually saying there? You know, I lift my heart up to the Lord. What does that mean? Pope Benedict said, it's to raise everything of my life upwards in that moment. To say, Lord, this is for you. My life is for you. That's so, um, it's such a blessing. Such a blessing that we um, can be raised up. How easy it is to think where I'm at is where I'm, is where I'm going to stay. But in the liturgy, the word liturgy is meaning, it means work. The work of God, the work of his people, a mutual work. It's like a, like a conversation. Pope Benedict said a really interesting thought. He said, when we speak to our friends or our family, when we speak to anyone in the world, our thoughts come first and then our words. So I think to myself, you know, I'm going to ask this person how they are. And then I say, how are you? Because the thought came first and then the words. He said, in the liturgy, when I go to Mass, it's the opposite. It's the other way around. The words come first. So we hear a lot of words in the Mass, don't we? We hear the readings. We hear a lot of the priest. The priest prays a lot of prayers from the Missal. We have some lines to say ourselves. There's a lot of words. But Pope Benedict said the point of those words is to take them inside ourselves. To, to make those words my own. That the words come first and then the thought, then the heart. The heart connects to the word and thinks, wow, Lord, you're leading me. You're leading me into prayer. That is the joy of the Mass. But when I go to Mass, it's not really about me at all. It's all about fixing our eyes on Jesus, who fixes his eyes on us. And we realize the whole life of being a disciple of Jesus, a friend of Jesus, is to look at one another forever. <laughs> and when I look at Jesus in my prayer and feel him looking at me, then I'm called to go out beyond my prayer and see the people around me 
as the face of Jesus, to be loved there, especially those in need, especially those struggling with something. To raise up my eyes upon that person and see that as a continuation of my prayer. So, Jesus, thank you. Thank you for introducing us to an intimacy with you that we would never have assumed for ourselves, but that because you lead us into it, we feel very safe. So we ask you um, for the grace to treasure these moments of prayer, that they prepare us to be the face of Jesus to our friends and to see in those around us the face of God himself. Mother Mary, we ask you to pray for us. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find a lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Our day of prayer begins in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On the memorial of St. John Chrysostom, Bishop and Doctor of the Church, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this liturgical day now as we join with the whole church in prayer. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, Fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker, for He is our God and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! To 
day listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Glory to the Father and to the Son. And to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Wherever you are, Lord. There is mercy. There is truth. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy. There is truth. I will sing forever of your love, O Lord. Through all ages, my mouth will proclaim your truth. Of this I am sure, that your love lasts forever, that your truth is firmly established as the heavens. With my chosen one, I have made a covenant. I have sworn to David, my servant. I will establish your dynasty forever and set up your throne through all ages. The heavens proclaim your wonders, O Lord. The assembly of your holy ones proclaims your truth. For who in the skies can compare with the Lord? Or who is like the Lord among the sons of God? a God to be feared in the council of the Holy Ones, great and dreadful to all around him. O Lord God of hosts, who is your equal? You are mighty, O Lord, and truth is your garment. It is you who rule the sea in its pride. It is you who still the surging of its waves. You crushed the monster Rahab and killed it, scattering your foes with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours, the world is yours. It is you who founded the earth and all it holds. It is you who created the north and the south. Tabor and Hermon shout with joy at your name. Yours is a mighty arm, O Lord. Your hand is strong, your right hand ready. Justice and right are the pillars of your throne. Love and truth walk in your presence. Happy the people who acclaim such a king, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face, who find their joy every day in your name, who make your justice the source of their bliss. For you, O Lord, are the glory of their strength. 
By your favor it is that our might is exalted, for our ruler is in the keeping of the Lord, our King in the keeping of the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. When the Son of God came into this world, he was born of David's line. When the Son of God came into this world, he was was born of David's line. Of old you spoke in a vision. To your friends, the prophets, you said, I have set the crown on a warrior. I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found David my servant, and with my holy oil anointed him. My hand shall always be with him, and my arm shall make him strong. The enemy shall never outwit him, nor the evil man oppress him. I will beat down his foes before him and smite those who hate him. My truth and my love shall be with him. By my name his might shall be exalted. I will stretch out his hand to the sea and his right hand as far as the river. He will say to me, You are my Father, my God, the rock who saves me, and I will make him my firstborn the highest of the kings of the earth. I will keep my love for him always. For him my covenant shall last. I will establish his dynasty forever, make his throne endure as the heavens. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. When the Son of God came into this world, he was was born of David's line. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his dynasty shall never fail. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his dynasty shall never fail. If his sons forsake my law and refuse to walk as I decree, And if ever they violate my statutes, refusing to keep my commands, then I will punish their offenses with the rod. Then I will scourge them on account of their guilt. But I will never take back my love. My truth will never fail. I will never violate my covenant, nor go back on the word I have spoken. Once for all, I have sworn by my holiness. I will never lie to David. His dynasty shall last forever. In my sight his throne is like the sun. Like the moon it shall endure forever. A faithful witness in the skies. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. God, you anointed your servant Jesus with holy oil and raised him higher than all kings on the earth. In this you fulfilled the promise made to David's descendants and established a lasting covenant 
through your firstborn Son. Do not forget your holy covenant, so that we who are signed with the blood of your Son through the new sacrament of faith may sing of your mercies forever. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his His dynasty dynasty shall never fail. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. From the book of the prophet Habakkuk. Wealth, too, is treacherous. The proud, unstable man, he who opens wide his throat like the netherworld and is insatiable as death, who gathers to himself all the nations and rallies to himself all the peoples. Shall not all these take up a taunt against him? Satire and epigrams about him to say, Woe to him who stores up what is not his. How long can it last? He loads himself down with debt. Shall not your creditors rise suddenly? Shall not they who make you tremble awake? You shall become their spoil. Because you despoiled many peoples, all of the rest of the nations shall despoil you. Because of men's blood shed and violence done to the land, to the city, and to all who dwell in it. Woe to him who pursues evil gain for his household, setting his nest on high to escape the reach of misfortune. You have devised shame for your household, cutting off many peoples, forfeiting your own life. For the stone and the wall shall cry out, and the beam and the woodwork shall answer it. Woe to him who builds a city by bloodshed and establishes a town by wickedness. Is not this From the Lord of hosts, peoples toil for the flames, and nations grow weary for naught. But the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the Lord's glory as water covers the sea. Woe to you who give your neighbors a flood of your wrath to drink, and make them drunk till their nakedness is seen. You are filled with shame instead of glory. Drink, you too, and stagger. On you shall revert the cup of the Lord's right hand and utter shame on your glory. For the violence done to Lebanon shall cover you, and the destruction of the beasts shall terrify you because of men's blood shed and violence done to the land, to the city, and to all who dwell in it. Woe to him who says to wood, Awake! And to dumb stone, arise. Can such a thing give oracles? See, it is overlaid with gold and silver, but there is no life breath in it. Of what avail is the carved image that its maker should carve it? Or the molten image and lying oracle that its very maker should trust in it and make dumb idols? But the Lord is in his holy temple. Silence before him, all the earth. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Sinners who were not under the law will also perish outside of the law. Sinners subject to the law 
will be judged in accordance with it. All have sinned and and are are deprived of God's glory. God has imprisoned all in their disobedience, that he might show mercy to all. All have sinned and are deprived of God's glory. From a homily by St. John Chrysostom, Bishop. The waters have risen and severe storms are upon us, but we do not fear drowning, for we stand firmly upon a rock. Let the sea rage. It cannot break the rock. Let the waves rise. They cannot sink the boat of Jesus. What are we to fear? Death? Life to me means Christ, and death is gain. Exile? The earth and its fullness belong to the Lord. The confiscation of our goods? We brought nothing into this world, and we shall surely take nothing from it. I have only contempt for the world's threats. I find its blessings laughable. I have no fear of poverty, no desire for wealth. I am not afraid of death, nor do I long to live, except for your good. I concentrate, therefore, on the present situation, and I urge you, my friends, to have confidence. Do you not hear the Lord saying, Where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in their midst? Will he be absent then when so many people united in love are gathered together? I have his promise. I am surely not going to rely on my own strength. I have what he has written. That is my staff, my security, my peaceful harbor. Let the world be in upheaval. I hold to his promise and read his message. That is my protecting wall and garrison. What message? Know that I am with you always, until the end of the world. If Christ is with me, whom shall I fear? Though the waves and the sea and the anger of princes are roused against me, they are less to me than a spider's web. Indeed, unless you, my brothers, had detained me, I would have left this very day. For I always say, Lord, your will be done. Not what this fellow or that would have me do, but what you want me to do. That is my strong tower, my immovable rock, my staff that never gives way. If God wants something, let it be done. If he wants me to stay here, I am grateful. But wherever he wants me to be, I am no less grateful. Yet where I am, there you are too. And where you are, I am. For we are a single body, and the body cannot be separated from the head, nor the head from the body. Distance separates us, but love unites us, and death itself cannot divide us. For though my my body die, my soul will live and be mindful of my people. You are my fellow citizens, my fathers, my brothers, my sons, my limbs, my body. You are my light, sweeter to me than the visible light. For what can the rays of the sun bestow on me that is comparable to your love? The sun's light is useful in my earthly life, but your love is fashioning a crown for me in the life to come. Because I preach the gospel, I suffer hardships even to the point of being thrown into chains like a criminal. But the word of God is not chained. I endure all of this for the sake of the chosen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. 
Whom should I fear? I endure all of this for the sake of the chosen. Let us pray. O God, strength of those who hope in you, who willed that the Bishop St. John Chrysostom should be illustrious by his wonderful eloquence and his experience of suffering. Grant us, we pray, that instructed by his teachings, we may be strengthened through the example of his invincible patience. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Jesus tells the people some will receive blessings and others will receive woes. It's in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of St. John Chrysostom, September 13, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel, from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the news which the Lord gives is not good for everybody. It's from the sixth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Jesus lifted up his eyes on his disciples. Blessed are you poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you that hunger now, for you shall be satisfied. Blessed are you that weep now, for you shall laugh. Blessed are you when men hate you, and when they exclude you and revile you and cast out your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven. For so their fathers did to the prophets. But woe to you that are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you that are full now, for you shall hunger. Woe to you that laugh now, for you shall mourn and weep. Woe to you when all men speak well of you, for so their fathers did to the false prophets. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. It's true that life is full of problems, and besides that, Jesus promised us that if we follow him, we will be persecuted. But then he said, Rejoice! Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. We have to benefit greatly from opposition. Violent persecution had broken out, and that priest prayed, Jesus, may every sacrilegious fire increase in me the fire of love and reparation. Not only should difficulties not make us lose our peace or be a cause of discouragement, but rather they have to help us to enrich our soul, to make gains in interior maturity, in fortitude, in charity, in spirit of reparation and amendment, and in understanding. 
Now and in the kind of difficult moments that, without their being uninterrupted, can happen in our life, those patient and serene words which St. Peter wrote to the early Christians when they suffered calumnies and persecution will do us much good. Better to suffer while doing good, if such is the will of God, than to suffer when doing evil. The Lord will take advantage of our hours of sorrow in order to bring about good for other people. Sometimes he makes his intervention by means of miracles, other times by punishment, other times again by the happy events of this world, and finally, in some cases, by adversity. In every situation, we will always have open to us motives for being happy and optimistic, with the optimistic born of faith and confident prayer. Christianity has too often been in what appeared at the time to be fatal danger for us now to be frightened by yet another such test. The ways by which providence ransoms and saves its elect are unforeseeable. At times, our enemy becomes a friend. At times, he is despoiled of the capacity for evil that made him fearsome. At times, he auto-destructs, or without desiring it, produces beneficial effects and simply vanishes without leaving a trace. Generally, the church does not have to do anything but persevere with peace and confidence in the fulfillment of its tasks, remain serene, and await salvation from God. The moments in which we encounter opposition and difficulties without exaggerating them are particularly propitious for exercising a whole range of virtues. We should pray for those who do evil to us even without our knowing it so that they may leave off offending God. We can strive to make amends to the Lord, to be even more apostolic, and to protect with exquisite charity those weaker brothers in the faith who, on account of their age, their lack of formation, or the special situations they find themselves in, could sustain a greater harm to their souls. The Virgin, our Mother, who helps us in every moment, will hear us particularly in more difficult times. Turn to Our Lady, the mother, daughter, and spouse of God and our mother, and ask her to obtain more grace for you from the Blessed Trinity, the grace of faith, of hope, of love, and of contrition, so that when it seems that a harsh dry wind is blowing in your life, threatening to parch and blast the flowers of your soul, they will not wither, and neither will those of your brothers. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's continue praying now as we join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Give joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Turn your ear, O Lord, and give answer, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am faithful. Save the servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I cry to you all the day long. Give joy to your servant, O Lord, for to you I lift up my soul. 
O Lord, you are good and forgiving, full of love to all who call. Give heed, O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the sound of my voice. In the day of distress, I will call and surely you will reply. Among the gods there is none like you, O Lord, nor work to compare with yours. All the nations shall come to adore you and glorify your name, O Lord. For you are great and do marvelous deeds, you who alone are God. Show me, Lord, your way so that I may walk in your truth. Guide my heart to fear your name. I will praise you. Lord, my God, with all my heart, and glorify your name forever. For your love to me has been great. You have saved me from the depths of the grave. The proud have risen against me. Ruthless men seek my life. To you they pay no heed. But you, God of mercy and compassion, slow to anger, O Lord, abounding in love and truth, Turn and take pity on me. O give your strength to your servant and save your handmaid son. Show me a sign of your favor that my foes may see to their shame that you console me and give me your help. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. God of mercy and goodness, when Christ called out to you in torment, you heard him and gave him victory over death because of his love for you. We already know the affection you have for us. Fill us with a greater love of your name, and we will proclaim you more boldly before men and happily lead them to celebrate your glory. Give joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Hear, you who are far off, what I have done. You who are near, acknowledge my might. On Zion, sinners are in dread. Trembling grips the impious. Who of us can live with the consuming fire? Who of us can live with the everlasting flames? He who practices virtue and speaks honestly, who spurns what is gained by oppression, brushing his hands free of contact with a bribe, stopping his ears lest he hear of bloodshed, closing his eyes, lest he look on evil. He shall dwell on the heights. His stronghold shall be the rocky fastness, his food and drink in steady supply. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. Sing a new song to the Lord, 
for he has worked wonders. His right hand and his holy arm have brought salvation. The Lord has made known his salvation, has shown his justice to the nations. He has remembered his truth and love for the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout to the Lord, all the earth. Ring out your joy. Sing psalms to the Lord with the harp, with the sound of music, with trumpets, and the sound of the horn acclaim the King, the Lord. Let the sea and all within it thunder, the world and all its peoples. Let the rivers clap their hands and the hills ring out their joy. Rejoice at the presence of the Lord, for he comes to rule the earth. He will rule the world with justice and the peoples with fairness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, you have revealed your justice to all nations. We stood condemned, and you came to be judged in our place. Send your saving power on us, and when you come in glory, bring your mercy to those for whom you were condemned. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. A reading from the Book of Wisdom Simply I learn about wisdom, and ungrudgingly do I share. Her riches I do not hide away. For to men she is an unfailing treasure. Those who gain this treasure win the friendship of God, to whom the gifts they have from discipline commend them. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Let Let the the peoples peoples proclaim the wisdom wisdom of the saints. With joyful praise let the church tell forth the the wisdom wisdom of the saints. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Those who are learned will be as radiant as the sky in all all its beauty. Those who instruct the people in goodness will shine like the stars for all eternity. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us 
to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Those who are learned will be as radiant as the sky in all all its beauty. Those who instruct the people in goodness will shine like the stars for all eternity. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life, and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, Strength of those who hope in you, who willed that the Bishop St. John Chrysostom should be illustrious by his wonderful eloquence and his experience of suffering. Grant us, we pray, that instructed by his teachings, we may be strengthened through the example of his invincible patience. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is up next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.